Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Hey there. What do you say there, world? Welcome to another amazing episode <laughs> of the Racers Recap. Uh, today, I am joined by... No, I'm not going through all that again. My great co-hosts, <laughs> Jen Hudak and the two twins, Emily and Molly. That's all you missed. The sound is back on. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. It should be the sound. should be rocking right now. Everybody should be good. Good to go. Sounds back. Okay, there we go. Jesus, uh, I took out Joey's window, and Joey's window took everything out for some reason. No. So, what did you guys think when you're watching these uh, previews or uh, you see these preseason shows of people uh, not really picking you guys to do too well and you guys knowing what you guys know? If you guys saw what you guys saw preseason, how would you guys have rated yourself? Oh, probably the same. <laughs> <laughs> our our first souls were don't be out on the first leg and don't cry in every episode. Like that that's where I mean, of course we wanted to win, but we were being realistic. <laughs> we were setting yes. expectations like at a attainable level at first. I almost um, did I, both of those. I cried on the first leg and we almost <laughs> went home, so that would have been the worst. <laughs> so I would have cried on every leg that I was on and went home on the first leg. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. Every leg that we got through, we went back to the pit stop, like shocked, like, all right, we made it. How did like, we get we, here? And no. like, we can do this. It'd be like every leg was like, oh my God, like we could, we can actually, we can win this. Like yeah. definitely. You guys were quite impressive. Like, I mean, and, and it takes a couple seconds for teams to get their sea legs. Some teams come out super strong and they just know that they're good and they're strong teams and they just take, take advantage of it. Like on our team, you know, the massive alpha bros, six foot five, six foot three, 20 something year olds. Yeah. You know, massive bros, but they always fade. And that's looks like what's happening with Marcus and Michael. And that might be where you guys could slip in here, but we got to talk injuries. Uh, I don't know if we want to talk too much about injuries. All right. So let's, Hmm. I don't even know if I want to ask you what type of injury you had. Cause that might, yeah. I don't want to talk about I, the injury too much. I think at the very least I need to clear up what happened and the okay. progression of the in, injury. Yeah, injury, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Yeah. I see. I see fans saying like, "Oh, it's her knee. They must have misdiagnosed." And I mean, honestly, it's it would be ridiculous if they misdiagnosed a quad tear and a knee injury, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's absurd. Yeah. Then so, the, the doctors are world class. Like they can literally pick anybody <laughs> yes. on earth to do this job and they pick the best in the business. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, so the quad injury was the start of it all. And I was really nursing my right leg. And it just so happened that the legs in Jordan included a lot of running across variety of terrain. We're running in sand, we're running on cobblestone, we're running, you know, downhill, uphill, up rocky stairs. Um, which one. I made you go up that we didn't have to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. You didn't make me. I could have stopped you. <laughs> um, you know, the run through Amman, that was just like a straight shot down. And it was hard concrete. And we were running with a pack trying to keep up a, a, ahead of everyone. 
Um, so all of that nursing my right leg, I went really hard on my left leg. My whole running stance changed yeah. and didn't really think about it, but I was overcompensating. And when we got back in Dom, my knee was swollen. Like it was swollen. I could hardly bend my leg. Um, took lots of anti-inflammatories, rest, ice, elevation, and just kept on pushing through. So we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> we'll see. I think, let's let's just say that I've been getting on her because she's not been doing her PT as prescribed. Oh, <laughs> still. So she's still injured. Uh-oh. All right. So on that injury, thumbs up on the injury, everyone. No, no. Uh, somebody just wrote in chat, thumbs up. That's not what they were talking about. They were talking about just giving the video a thumbs up, not thumbs up on the injury. Uh, and speaking of thumbs up, Steve Allen, you are a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you so much for the uh, donation. You are, are greatly appreciated. Jen, you've had uh, a number of leg injuries. Uh, I have. Have you had uh, injuries because of favoring another part of your body? Caused another injury. Yeah. When you start compensating to protect one thing, your body just does weird things on the other side. It's like very, very easy to injure something else when you're, how do you, how do you fix that? Is there, is there a way you just have to rest? Yeah. I mean, you have to rest in this case you can't. Right. And in my world, there were definitely days where I couldn't rest either. Um, or, made the choice not to, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, it's, it's really hard. Like you, you have to bring a lot of awareness to it, but that's also hard, especially in the race setting, because you're focused on so many other things. You can't always try to just maintain proper ergonomics while running, just not, not possible. So I didn't know anything about it. Now you know yeah. too much about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, of course, the doctor, the doctor's not here. And it's the same guy who actually picked you. He's going to be pissed off. We had doctor questions, too. Um, yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, before we get, we'll, we'll do the recap in just a second. Before we get into that, is there anything that you wish they would have shown so far that they haven't? Because you guys, I'm sure, had so many great moments being so new to each other and learning so many things. Uh, I'm sure a lot of that was like off camera, but is there something that you wish they would have gotten or shown? Oh God. Well, I don't wish they would have shown, but I think there's a lot of fun moments where we're together in the car, like saying stupid things and singing silly songs. Like it's kind of embarrassing, but it also, you know, it, it, you, you miss that a little bit. People are, I guess they're still saying it. Like, they're like, Oh, they're so cute. And like, we're 37, but yeah, thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But there is, there is some more of that relationship stuff that, um, you know, I, I personally would love to see because it would be cool to like relive those moments too. Yeah. I think the one thing that's sticking out to me is from Germany when we were lost on the way to Saul and you played that horrible prank on me in the back. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So Molly, so... <laughs> Molly had been dropping things all morning. I mean, like the fanny <laughs> pack, the money, the maps, the clue, like everything. So oh, we're, in, we're in Germany. We're trying to get to Saul. And Molly from the back seat says, Oh my God. <laughs> um, I don't have the money. <laughs> I lost our money. <laughs> and she 
like the cameraman even he was like what that's okay no worries we'll pause for a second and thank ray fletcher the man the myth the legend with a 20 spot thank you bro greatly appreciated and of course lewis and michelle in chat love you guys thank you so much for so supporting what's up family i love when the family's in chat to support the fellow racers uh, and they have they have been uh, here all season, so thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, all right, so yeah, there's a lot of those w- cool moments that you could have had for like these, like as Bertram said, this is the the best vacation video that you will ever have in your life because it is produced by million dollar broadcasting teams. Like, so yeah. he's like, this is a vacation video. I'm like, yeah, but I want the. 300 hours of video that you're not showing i want that stuff that's the good stuff sad they were not showing the extra footage on youtube you guys got ripped so looking forward to that yeah that's such a that's so sad man that is so sad i wish they'd make that available yeah that it lets you see more of people's personalities i think because it's it is hard in the edits to show all of the key moments in action and like tell the story and still show everyone's personality so that that's a bummer all right i, I, I will ha- i have one more moment now yes. that you said ah. so when we were sawing like we were kind of going like down and you know like so every time i you know it would be my or emily's turn to pull i would pop up and we had those silly hats on and every time I popped up and like she saw me and I saw her, it was just such a weird, funny moment. It's like, I'm like, I look, I know I look just like Emily doing this and she looks ridiculous. So I know I look ridiculous. Oh. If we ever I looked like twins, twins, that was the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like sweating, grunting. And I don't know why, Justin, you commented on this before. We like never take our backpacks off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Ricky. know why. I'm watching that back and I'm like, why did it, why was I sawing with our backpack on? I don't understand. It makes it so much harder. <laughs> they were pretty light though, so it's not like we had a yeah. ton of weight on our backs. That's true. But we just looked so silly. All right. We'll get to some more questions at the end. I just wanted to kick that off with some stuff and uh, make sure that you guys felt comfortable uh, before I tear you to shreds on this leg. No, I'm just joking. No. Uh, no, You guys guys did great. All right. We're kicking off with uh, um, what seemed to be one of the hardest parts of this leg, the first trip here, the, the kicking off. From a panorama uh, heading or uh, from Dome or whatever, um, and taking that long ride. It's a two hour ride, uh, and it says 105 miles. And if you took, there's two major roads, the A20 and the A62, and you'll hear him talking about it on the, on the show. One's two hours, and the other one's two and a half hours. So it's an immediate half hour loss if you took the other way. Not counting if you went in back roads like Quentin and Maddie ended up on a side road, which I looked. It's like, how the hell did you end up there? I spent an hour on Google Maps just on this episode trying to figure out what the hell everything was going. So I I, I get too into some some of these episodes. But anyway, you spend a half hour just if just if you went the right the right way, um, and then you could see what happens here as we kick off the leg and people catch up with other people. So the route info says uh, teams must drive themselves from Toulouse, France, and make their way to Stadium Talas to find their next clue. Uh, <laughs> Marcus and Michael uh, want to be mistake-free, uh, so they pick the uh, the eight E80 and go the wrong way, allowing Emily and Molly to pass them. So you know, whenever they talk about something in the beginning of an episode, that means the opposite is going to happen before the end of the episode. 
Yes. <laughs> and this was almost immediate. So sad. They had such a nice clean navigation leg, last leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this one, not so much. Uh, so uh, Ma uh, this allows Emily and Molly to pass them because uh, they also get caught in traffic when they go in the wrong direction. Emily and Molly seem to be worried about the injury, but they show some serious navigation skills. So uh, th is there something that you guys found? Uh, what was it that made this, this navigation so easy for you guys? Was there something special or uh, did you stop and get directions? Was it all you guys checking maps? So we rarely, I was actually surprised to see so many people, even in the previous leg, stopping and asking for directions because if you can locate the location on the map, you just have to understand like, okay, what does the thick yellow line mean? What does the double blue line mean? I mean, I, I started to get more accustomed to it. I was the primary navigator. Um, so it, it started to become easier and easier, especially, you know, going back to like the same sort of European style map, I guess you could call it. Um, but what wasn't really emphasized is in uh, France, when we kicked off um, in, where were we? Dordogne? Um, yeah. So Dome, when we, first, we were when we were leaving fifth and sixth with the brothers, like we found the location on the map and we mapped it out together so we could like work together to catch up to the rest of the teams. And when we finished one and two on this leg, we said, okay, well let's help each other out so we can stay one and two. Gotcha. And get yeah. So, so um, we mean, had, we had four heads working together. That could be smart. And I just, I just have to pause the show. And I hate, I hate to pause the show, because there's a lot of people that listen and uh, afterwards or watch afterwards, but Mo Grappler, the largest donation in the history of our show for seven years now. Uh, thank you so much for the hundred dollar donation. Whoa! Uh, so this is the first time he's finally caught up to the show, uh, to ca uh, caught up on the race to be able to watch the show live. You guys have given me so many hours of enjoyment through the years, and this is the least I could do. Man, that's so cool. Oh. That's awesome. Nice. That's so cool. Thank you so much. That's really awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, think I, just, I just think that's so cool that when people appreciate stuff, like, because I don't ask for it. It's just people show their appreciation that way. And I think that's just so cool that uh, I put in a lot of work and it's cool that people enjoy it as much as I do. So uh, you guys got injured uh, and make up for it with navigation skills. As long as there's wheels under you guys, you seem to be okay. But uh Seems like there's an injury. Maybe you guys bought roller skates in the next leg and you did something, you know, we don't know. We never know what's going to happen. You guys are very smart. Lewis and Michelle work uh, with Derek and Claire here on the first leg and quickly find A20. Uh, Lewis and Michelle are not happy with the fourth place. Michelle had a dream about her dad visited her in a dream and that they lost and dad said, get your ass back there or something, something like that. And then they went back and... You know, she feels good. It's always good when past relatives visit you and give you some inspiration along the race. But what I thought was even cuter was Lewis and Derek with the half hearts out the windows. I mean, how... I mean, they kind of stole that from us. I was a little, you know, upset about that. <laughs> Jen, what do you think about the bromance? What's that? What do you think about the bromance? Cute. What bromance? Uh, Derek and Lewis with the half hearts oh. out the windshields, out the windows. I love the bromance. 
I am here for all of it. Oh, I I think that uh, they they could be uh, coming down to a race for first place, and I'd like to see where this bromance goes when it comes down to the nitty gritty. (laughs) Uh, But that's like one of the cool things. It seems like on this season, and it's been true in other seasons, that you can be competing but also still share such a bond because of the unique experience that you're involved in. Um, So, I mean – it seems like the teams that are left definitely are there to compete, yeah. uh, but also have a lot of respect for each other. So I think yeah. Lewis would cut Derek's throat in a heartbeat. <laughs> he he is here to win. Every time he doesn't win, you can see he is. And Derek is just happy. That dude is just a happy dude. I can't see him cutting anybody's throat, even if that was like – he just <laughs> – just for me, what I'm seeing, I don't know I'm off screen. But he I seen, don't know. He's he, he's, big Brother cutthroat style. <laughs> but he, he didn't really cutthroat too much of Big Brother. Like, he was a nice guy. Yeah. We'll, I don't know much about him. Maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but I like to see it. I just don't, I don't like to see teams working together too much because I like to see teams run their, own, run, run their own race. And we'll see what happens when teams don't. Uh, this this leg, somebody who normally runs their own race followed somebody else and made some mistakes, and I'm mad at her in chat, and I'll get to her in a second, Michelle. So we will tell you what happened. All right, so uh, <laughs> Derek and Claire working on the small things to help them, like Derek has a bad memory, uh, so Claire gives him notes. I think that's awesome. Genius. Yeah, Genius. Totally could have used that one. It's something <laughs> yeah. so simple that really could help. But this is also foreshadowing because they pick a memory task later. He's like, I'm terrible. I, like, I think takeaway for future racers, and I know future racers listen, I'm thinking I would bring a post-it note, like a sticky pad, mm. like just stick up the locations on the dash where Emily needs to see where we're going. Really light mm. the pad? I'm, so, I'm so visual. If I had had that visual of the name like spelled out of what and what I was looking for, yeah. that's that's good. It, it was that was a good one, Derek. Good one, Claire. Maybe that's Ooh. Claire's idea. Someone asked in chat, which is a pretty good question. Um, Jen, if you had this injury, would you continue racing? Considering that your career is uh, relies on your, I, I actually answered in the chat. Um, okay. That I what I had a torn meniscus when I was racing. The the tear did not occur on the race. It existed going into the race, um, and got aggravated when we were in Zimbabwe. That was kind of the worst of it. When we were, yeah, hmm. that was the worst of it. Um, when you were I singing and dancing. Yeah. Prior to the singing and dancing, I jumped out of a vehicle was when we were in the little like safari area. Um, and it definitely like popped, which wasn't great, but yeah, I mean, I have had to compete in so much pain with the, you kind of get used to it. If that's women have such a a higher pain threshold than men. Like it's, it's not even close. Like (laughs) the stuff that's uh, that uh, the, the women, the female racers, and the injuries that they've raced with far outweigh the men's. Far outweigh the men's on the Amazing Race. Nobody's even come close to the, the stuff. Uh, and we'll get to it because, like, well. all right. So, uh, so Quentin and Maddie saying that they want to stay cool, calm, uh, cute, and collected, and they're not taking the first road they see. They're what the fuck is going on? Cindy Wigglesworth just just topped 
the old high of $99.99 with a, a one penny upgrade. She is now the all time leader top donator. <laughs> Cindy just donated a hundred dollars and I just, we, we just made more on this show than I've made in the past two months with the show. So thank you guys. You guys are nuts. Oh, thank you guys. Um, so, uh, all right. So Quentin and Maddie are going the wrong way which is an extra 35 minutes longer than everybody else. <laughs> like, I don't understand how they, this was their plan at the beginning to go the right direction, to take their time and to do things the right way. And they seemed to, and they were the team that took the longest way. Like, how does this happen? Can anybody explain? Maybe I'm missing something. Is Does something happen when you're behind? I don't, I, I don't know. I I honestly, I, I was surprised to see that. I really had no idea that that happened. They seem to um, beast the challenges, just destroy the yeah. challenges, and they can't drive anywhere. Yeah. And they live in LA, like, or she's in San Diego. But I would think, like, I work from home. I don't drive anywhere. I live in a small suburb. Like, I knew 100%. I do not need to be the driver. But I would, I don't know. Like, I. I don't, you think they're driving in LA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe they're Ubering. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's such an LA thing, you know. I'm gonna catch a lift. Oh yeah, that's really unfortunate. Like you think you're on the right track and you're probably assuming when you're driving, like, oh, everyone else is probably on the same road as me. Like it's taken everyone two and a half hours. I I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I would one hundred percent want to get on the right road but confirm it with a Google map that said this road is faster than this road. Like I do yeah. enough checking on this show right now, every leg to see, like you can save 35 minutes, an extra 15 minutes here. And then that's almost an hour by the end of the leg, just picking the right routes. And that, mm -hmm. that that's everything. Um, I, the route seemed pretty direct for this one though. I don't remember the, like the right way was having straight. to decide between Right? No, we, like it was, we picked A20. Like, that was the clear, thick line on the map. Yeah. Like, this is the highway. This is the, this is the one to take. Um, That's, yeah, it seemed pretty obvious to me. So let's get to the roadblock. Uh, who's ready to take one for the team? The team member assigned to this roadblock had to complete a rugby drill in order to receive their next clue. The roadblock uh, performers, we had Aubrey, Claire, Molly, Lewis, uh, Marcus, and Quinton. And there were three people who got it on their first try. Three people who got it on their first try. Claire, Lewis, and Quentin on their first try nailed it. It took Aubrey four tries, Molly six tries, and the super athletic <laughs> football player seven tries. Marcus, who, like... He looked like he was in the best shape, like ready to play, and he just couldn't. Oh, he couldn't do anything. Last week, when you started talking about how rugby like had the potential to maybe trip Emily and Molly up, Marcus's face <laughs> did something weird, and I was like, "There's something <laughs> next week that we're gonna watch unfold." And then, yeah, poor guy. Oh my. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's he, he looked so funny, like just so awkward, like he couldn't connect his like brain to his foot. <laughs> he was trying to kick so hard, too. It's like, it's, 
The hardest part was bouncing it straight off the ground uh, for a rugby ball. Just to bounce it straight off the ground. And once you bounce it straight off the ground, then it's just a regular kick, just like any other kick. So yep. getting the bounce right was the f first thing that teams just need to do. But it seemed like uh, it was difficult. But Molly, you seemed like you were having like such a good time doing that. Oh, uh, my God. Was... I had such an amazing time. I didn't want to leave. <laughs> so you were, like, you... I have to say, she so practiced fun. a lot, and she killed it in practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why I didn't like realize I needed to go do it like for real. I was just like having such a ball. <laughs> just kick it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a difficult. You're thing. also there like first, and there's no pressure. There's it's no like, not in your head. Exactly. You yes. Well, uh, and what I don't know if you noticed, but so the people who really stopped and took their time to drop the ball, like wait, drop the ball, and then kick it they got on their first tries. But like, if you watch me and Aubrey, for example, our first couple of runs, we're just like running the drill. We just run up and drop it and kick it really fast. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't until like, they were like, you can slow down. Like, I don't know in my mind, like the amazing race has timers or something. And it's like, you have to do the drill in a certain amount of time. It didn't say that in the Well, clue. it's a race. So you always feel but, that pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so i don't know i i should have taken my time right at the bat but you know we still got out of there before anyone got in so yeah uh so how long because there's nobody there you could just go back to back you don't have to wait for other teams to try so you got this six tries how many how long did you think six tries took you because nothing seemed to take long on that it was just running down the field like you know a hundred yeah. yard field maybe what, we were probably, probably there for like 15 minutes, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad at all. Like getting getting dressed and all that. Oh, my gosh. Six tries took like 15 minutes? It longer than that. Mm. The way that it was edited. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the drills were only like, probably only took 15 to 20 seconds, I, I would think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're pretty they're pretty straightforward. The hard part was just kicking it. Everything else was simple. They didn't even make you do a real rugby toss. They, you guys were just like, yeah. <laughs> but so it's cool. Uh, Emily and Molly got there and left before anybody else arrived. But Marcus and Michelle, uh, Derek and Claire, uh, uh, Marcus and Michelle, Marcus and Michael, Derek and Claire, Lewis and Michelle all arrive around the same time. Lewis over there with a phenomenal kick, first try, looking fantastic, and then the epic fail with the knee slide on turf. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't understand how turf works. It's like your sneakers. It's supposed to stop you from moving. It's uh, it's not grass. Oh, my God. You know he had rug burn. You know he had rug burn. I can't wait to see those those scrapes on the next episode. I love Michelle screaming, your knee. Oh, honey. Oh. <laughs> She's so concerned. It's it's very sweet to watch, but uh, I appreciated it because you know he was so pumped. He was feeling himself, and then just womp womp. <laughs> uh, did you guys know that Claire was almost recruited to join her college rugby team? <laughs> okay, this absolutely killed me. <laughs> My friends told me I should try out for the team. Equal. I was recruited. <laughs> yeah, did you guys know that I was almost a professional rugby player? That I, my friend is from New Zealand, and he asked me to play rugby. And New Zealand is the best rugby team in the world. Therefore, like, what? <laughs> she was so. But their relationship is so cute. Like they seem to vibe off each other really, really well. Uh, and they're I, so entertaining. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, they're like that so in real funny. life too. It's not just like yeah for the interviews. Like that's how they are. Yeah. It's awesome. 
they don't seem fake like some of the teams that come from Big Brother. They definitely seem genuine. Um, and I'm glad that they're a part of the family too. They're, they're, they're representing and they're strategic and they're trying to win and they're, they're doing things. I appreciate that. Yeah. David and Aubrey arrive as Marcus and Michael are leaving, and Quentin and Maddie arrive as Aubrey and David are leaving. Um, so this roadblock uh, didn't seem to take too long. So uh, as people are getting there and leaving, like Marcus and Michael took seven attempts, and then Quentin and Maddie arrive right after them, get it on their first attempt. You know, that, that, that makes up so much time for them just getting there and coming back, uh, leaving right after because uh, Marcus and Michael were there with other teams, so he couldn't just run like you did, Go, kept going back and forth. He would have to wait for other teams to, to go through, which drastically slows things down um, uh, for everything. So next we go, we got the route info, which is a 10-minute drive, uh, about 3.1 miles. Teams must make their way to uh, Cuvée de Jacobines and find the musician playing the French horn in the cloisters for the next clue. Uh, this is where we need to talk, Emily and Molly. You guys seem to get stuck oh. in a parking lot here. Uh, you went down into the like pits of a city. You didn't think that that was like the wrong way to be going? <laughs> Well, first of all, before we even got to that point, it took us forever to locate the spot on the map. I don't know if the other team struggled with that, but we really had a difficult time locating this uh, location. Um, and then there's a ton of traffic in Toulouse. There was traffic everywhere. There were stoplights everywhere. So if you missed your turn, you had to go another block, sit in traffic, try to turn around and... This was, I guess we had already turned around once and we saw this turn, thought we could take it. <laughs> Parking garage. <laughs> well, we got stuck in the same, like with the same barricades that Maddie and Quentin got stuck with. And yeah. so I, I thought that it was like a crosswalk safety protection thing for the pedestrians. There were so many pedestrians. Um, That's super but, smart to pull those yes. out. And I, I think it is. Is it not? Well, where Maddie and Quentin were, they had to call someone to get it to go down. But I swear, because when we got there, remember there was a the, like FedEx type truck there and doing a delivery. Yep. And we were so mad because he literally went to the building to deliver a package. He stopped. He couldn't go anywhere. Stopped on the street, a one lane road <laughs> in the middle of the road, got out of his truck and we're stuck. Yeah. And, but, oh, but horrible. He, through he got through the barricade thing but maybe we were saying he might like have some kind of remote thing because he works in the city i don't know uh, so we got stuck behind those things and then emily went to the right and it was a parking garage no that was that was not it that was oh, that, that was separate it? nope that was oh, separate we got back out mind. to the main road <laughs> and there was a little circle and there was so it was like a two-lane circle maybe two or three-lane circle we were in the wrong lane and tried to get out and turn yeah it's fine and, we and got out getting from point a to b <laughs> I is thought, the most difficult I part mean, of the amazing race honestly i thought okay parking garage like any parking garage around me you go in if you enter and exit within like five minutes you just pop your ticket in and you get to come out right like there's That's like free, a grace yeah. period right yeah didn't happen <laughs> no grace period and the for guy you. the guy who re responded to the speaker he did not respond right away i mean i was pushing that button and we were sitting there for a few minutes before he got back oh, to us we were yeah. really it was brutal we, were not we thought we were we thought we were stuck 
Wow. Production pulled up next to us. I thought it was like a local and I was like, hey, can you help us? No. Like, no. That's <laughs> cheating. Stop asking. Uh, <laughs> it probably felt like hours. Yeah. Yes. This, seemed, yep. this seemed brutal. All right. Yeah. So, yes, uh, James Earl and Joey will be back next week. Uh, James Earl shouldn't be missing any more episodes this season, according to him, if, for, for those of you <laughs> asking. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here we go. We get uh, Emily and Molly stuck in the parking lot. Marcus and Michael go the wrong way. Quentin and Maddie, they get caught in the city. This uh, Again, getting from point A to B in this, this, this town seemed to be so difficult. But the detour is here. And when we talk about detours, I actually enjoyed this detour, at least one side of it. Uh, the, the Amazing Race producers used another one of my uh, tasks from my f- proposal uh, video that went viral. So I appreciate that, you know, that they still think about that, my video, so many years later, and they take tasks from it. So the first one was choice A or choice B, uh, say six or lay bricks. Say six, teams must find three poets uh, and each recite two lines of a French poem. Uh, and then teams must recite them to a judge in order to receive the next clue. And lay bricks. Teams must lay bricks correctly in order to reci- uh, to recreate the sidewalk pattern to receive their next clue. Only two teams picked bricks, Emily and Molly and Lewis and Michelle. Uh, everybody else picked the one that, that I created, so you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> here, here's, my original, let's, here's my original clue. Ola is going to teach you French. Uh, so you must memorize four famous French quotes about love. When Ola feels that you have learned the quotes, she will hand you next clue. I mean, it's the same exact task, except I didn't have three people because I was on a limited budget. But no. (laughs) But so here's here's a cool thing about this task, though. I love one. The judge was phenomenal. Like she like looked like a Disney villain. Like one, she was awesome. Two. She did not stop teams when they got it wrong. She looked at them and was like, wrong, and just, just kept letting them go. Love, <laughs> love, love that. when a ta- That makes a task five times harder, just having the right judge. And uh, yep. this task was difficult. Uh, I give props to the teams that did this one. Uh, Emily and Molly, what made you pick bricks over, say, uh, say six? Was it your injury and, and knowing that you had to run around, or was it? French, I like you said? Enun- I can't enunciate French words. <laughs> I would have bombed. <laughs> we, I had been to France with my husband, and we, uh, the language never came. Um, yeah, and we, as we were driving around, I'm trying to tell Emily which streets to turn on, but my pronunciations were so bad, she wouldn't even know what street to look for because it didn't but sound. Those post-it like, notes would have been yeah. helpful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there was no way. It was closer though. Um, it was closer to the cloister. So uh, if if there wasn't running in between the poets, it might have been smarter for us because the run to the bricks was like horrendously long, brutal. Yeah, uh, brutal. fourteen uh, fourteen minutes and two miles for, uh, was the run there, and then lay bricks seemed to be the easier one for me. Uh, the other one seemed very difficult. Uh, even even for someone like Derek, who took four years of high school French, and I mean he's young, so he he still got to remember high school. You know, he's in his early twenties, right? Uh, but he still took him two tries to get that one right. But uh, quite impressive there. Uh, what did, what do you guys think? Uh, were they even tasks, or one was clearly easier than the other? Bricks was way easier. Yeah. Yeah. I could see though where the pattern might have tripped some people off if they didn't have 
Well, that, like, okay. So I say, yeah, I say bricks was easier for like Michelle, Emily, and I because puzzles are like a strength for us. Uh, I don't know about yeah. Louis, but definitely Michelle. Um, so like to see the pattern and recreate it was not a, not very difficult. Um, so I, maybe I'm speaking. And out. there are some people in my life who I knew that would be challenging for. <laughs> So I was I, surprised as many people picked the poem. Yeah. Uh, me too. Agreed. Uh, well, and it's like you say, Justin, it's a judging task. It's yeah, a, it, yeah. And it's a tough judging task. And you've had two of them this season already. This is like the third one that's very similar that... Language things. Yeah. Yes. It has to be part of the final challenge, it seems. that it, There's so many of that stuff. But I did quote, I did tweet that that the producers. I thank you for the producers for for using my stuff. And uh, one of the executive producers, uh, Pat, <laughs> said, "Yep, your proposal video plays on continuous loop in our office on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he uh, he called me out on Twitter. Thank you very much. Uh, th yeah, but I really loved how straightforward this task was, but it was still hard. Um, Lewis and Michelle decided to switch after the second person. Uh, he's, they said their strategy was to be decisive. If they think they're going to switch, just do it. Um, and, and they're still the first team to, to get there, but Emily and Molly show up right after. What, do you, what were you guys' strategy on switching? Did you guys have any strats on switching? Uh, um, I think we're pretty good at just picking the right one for us. <laughs> Um, like, well, for game, so in the previous leg, we ran up, um, and saw Lewis and Michelle struggling with the ropey game mm -hmm. and the ball. And like, we're like, hell yeah, we're not doing that. No. Immediately. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll do that. <laughs> I will say, Justin, we didn't really strategize on much. We were very just like, let the moment speak to us throughout the whole race. It seems Trust to be working. Yeah. Seems to be working yeah. well for you. I mean, Trust your gut. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the separated. No, trust your thing. gut is the is the hardest thing to do in the race because you always everybody wants to second guess themselves. But if you can genuinely trust or your open. gut. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. huge. That, that is very the huge. The problem is our gut we weren't very confident in our guts, but we went with it anyways. <laughs> um I think actually your injury probably helped quite a bit because we we knew from that point forward if it's physical we're not going to do it. Yeah, it helped quite a bit. I don't know. I beg to differ. But both <laughs> <Well>. of these, <laughs> both of these tasks were about a mile, one point two miles away from the pit stop. So they were both about the same exact distance from the pit stop. Oh, uh, I have uh, a question about the poem. Mm -hmm. um, I know at the end you have to recite it from memory, but were you allowed, and I don't know if you know because you didn't do this challenge, but if anyone in the chat knows, could you have like written down each line? You couldn't take notes. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, no notes. Yeah, no spoilers here. Nobody's, please, if if you go to Reality Fan Forum and get spoilers, I don't want to hear spoilers here. Uh, I don't like spoilers. I don't like them at all. Spoiling. Uh, it, it ruins the whole season for me. <laughs> All right, so uh, Quentin and Maddie usually crush their task. All right, he said, uh, I like when Quentin and finished this one. He's like, I would kiss you if it wasn't for COVID. <laughs> uh, Marcus and Michael uh, get it on their uh, second try here. Uh, this uh, I, I enjoyed watching this task. Uh, it was fun to see. Uh, the pit stop was in a cool little location in a canal. Uh, Derek and Claire genuinely love their excitement 
for getting this leg win. Like it seemed like almost like it was their first leg win. That's how excited they are, which made me really like them more because they appreciate the experience of being on the race and what it really means to win a leg, which is it's very difficult to do. Um, so for coming in first place, they get a five-night trip for two to Bangkok. Emily and Molly arrive right alongside uh, Lewis and Michelle. Emily, you're crying at the finish line. Is it pain? Is it the thought of the kid? Is it just the whole experience? Like It was... It was immense pain. (laughs) Immense pain. Um, Molly kept telling me to walk, but for me, it was better if I just ran and got it done and over with so I could sit down. Um, It's awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Molly took my backpack, and uh, you could see, like, we're running down the canal, and you could see the pit stop, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so far away. (laughs) It was so close. Um, so yeah, I was running down in a ton of pain and I just started thinking about Izzy. It's like, I just gotta, I just gotta get there. I gotta get to the mat. Yeah. I gotta show up. So, we do, we do yeah. know it's a mega leg. That's not a spoiler. But, uh, yeah. So you could just tell that, you know, there was pain, but in the, at those times uh, when you, when you start talking about things, everything just starts to hit you. And I couldn't imagine like having a kid now running the race for being away from the kid, like that changes things so much like, and yeah if we do get another chance to run a race you'll you'll see you know the dad justin who's slightly different but you know i still have my passion but i definitely think about them every day and yeah. it would be very difficult to be away so i could i could feel that welling up at the pit stop you know I, i'd cry almost every leg pretty much <laughs> uh marcus and michael hate being in fourth place uh getting from point a to b has eliminated more teams than anything else in the history of the race um legit i like this uh, this leg seemed to have legit uh battles for first place and last place uh seems like really could seems like we're gonna have a really great final four next week uh we're off to spain and there are a couple Spanish speakers here, so we'll see if that uh, changes anything, if that becomes an advantage, if they get some sort of an edge. But from all the previews that we've seen, Lewis and Michelle are having an incredible time carrying a huge cooler of some sort of liquid on a paddleboard, it looks like. Aubrey, happy to be in Spain. Michael, not happy with Marcus's roadblock performance. Four teams are there at the same time. Claire, Michelle, Aubrey, Marcus are doing some sort of a roadblock. Emily and Molly look like they're in trouble because of a thigh injury. Emily could barely walk and Molly's in tears. What's going on next week? And then... I don't... What? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go, go. No, 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 no. (laughs) And then the the, the previews came out this morning or yesterday for uh, two new previews. And they show the roadblock where one team member has to arrange these series of, like, panels of window looking things like plexiglass windows to create a layered uh P- pablo picasso three musicians uh like uh pay- this seems like a really good task claire and michelle are doing this roadblock and they get there at the same time uh, and they both pick ones that are far away from the example now michelle this is what i wanted to talk to you about because you were normally on top of this stuff picking shit close to this and you know why you didn't pick it is because you were a follower following claire and you followed her, she opened one, you opened one, and then you realized, duh, it's 10 blocks away. So I'm mad at you for that, Michelle. All right, stop getting distracted. Stop getting distracted. I think she circled. I think she circled around and tried to find it and couldn't locate it. Yeah. 
Marcus and Michael think yeah. they're in last place at the roadblock because Emily and Molly passed them. And if you actually watch all the previews, that is the case because they are like, there with every other team. So every team passes them and they will be in last place. David and Aubrey are cruising on some sort of bicycle, uh, just trying to enjoy it because they believe they're in last place. So those things are happening. Check those things out there on the YouTube page if you haven't seen them. That's uh, Those previews are on the YouTube page. All right. So let's give out some awards. Jen, what do you got for me? All right. My, okay. I'm going to start by saying that Lewis would have gotten my extreme move award if I was still giving that one out with his double knee slide. Uh, after <laughs> <laughs> uh, but since it's an LOL, it's going to Derek and Claire and I can't give it to one or the other because they just played off of this whole Claire being recruited to play rugby thing. So it's going to Derek <laughs> and Claire this week. Oh, Christina, hold how did I miss that? Christina Kiska, thank you so much. 50 bucks. I don't know how much I wanted to love the show before I saw your podcast. You were awesome. Thank you. So Aww. awesome. But yeah, I like I, I like that moment as well. And I, I wish, you know, anytime that we could highlight Lewis uh, you know, fumbling, I think that's a good thing, you know, because <laughs> it's it's always fun to see the 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 mucho machismo get uh, a, sh a little like humbled back down to earth people liked it when it was when it happened to us so i'm gonna like it when it happens to others <laughs> but my super fan move here super fan move is going to go uh i don't even know what the hell this leg seemed to be about navigation and i and i i'm gonna give it to uh emily and molly not just because you guys are here but because that you you know getting and navigating out navigating the team that you're lined up with you left with marcus and michael the team that's known for navigating and you out navigated them and that's what separated like you from them and i think that that's huge navigation is such an underrated thing that i didn't get to you know participate in uh, but it's such an underrated skill to have on the amazing race and it is by far, if you ask Bertram, he said the hardest thing on The Amazing Race is just getting from point A to B. That's mm -hmm. it. That's the hardest part of The Amazing Race. Yep. And again, you see, it just eliminates team after team after team. So we got a mega leg coming up, uh, which uh, would save Marcus and Michael potentially on the next leg since they're in last place. And a mega leg is a kind of keep on racing, so nobody will be eliminated. Should be a keep on racing with Marcus and Michael in last place, but that's what it looks like. So, there's a, there's a there's a chart on Reddit where it shows this is the first time I'm ever seeing it where it shows uh, like Survivor where the amount of confessionals that that players have, uh, one on one confessionals, and I've never seen this before because they normally do it for Survivor because you can kind of tell who's going to win by the amount of confessionals. And right now, Marcus is number one, Michael's number two, Claire, Emily, Molly. Both of you are in the top five here. Something you want to do? Top five. All right. Uh, yeah. And what surprised me is um, Lewis and Michelle are, are, you know, behind all of you guys. Uh, the only ones that they're beating is Aubrey and David and Quentin and Maddie, who are usually behind them. And if we're looking at this just from edit, it looks like Marcus and Michael will win. Emily and Molly will come in second, and Derek and Claire will come in third, if you just believe this. But, but Glenda and Lamumba also have more than everyone except for Marcus, and we know how that ended for that. That, so. that is true. That is true. <laughs> Glenda and Lamumba did have heavy screen time. 
But they also ran a car into Tightly a ditch. Tightly so. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we're in last place quite often. So, yeah, that tends to happen when you're in first or last. So I don't believe in this. I don't think this is similar to Survivor. Because uh, I think that they they interview people depending on the situations you get in. Glenda and Lumumba were in last place most of the time when they were being interviewed. It's not because they were in the lead. They were because they were far behind. And you, you focus on the teams that are in first and last, not the teams that are in the middle. Uh, so what do you think, Emily and Molly? Next leg. Uh, do you think that the injury is going to affect uh, your team? No, I'm just yes. joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> from the preview? Yeah. From the preview, from the, from yes. the preview you, We're not spoiling anything. Yeah, you see, from the preview, it seems like you guys are, are taking quite a beating, and I, I really, really, really genuinely hope that an injury is not the reason that you guys uh, are no longer part of the race. That would... That, that, what I was what I was going to say before when I so rudely interrupted oh, never you rude, was that never <laughs> I seeing Molly cry in the preview that hard I have no idea when that happened like I I don't remember that happening wow. so it would be interesting to see that you don't remember crying oh I, I know I cried <laughs> oh okay gotcha I don't. I don't know the context of, of Molly's tears. Oh, gotcha. So it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah. All right. I, I don't even know if I knew the context of my tears at that moment. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it might be a Franken. It might be a Franken edit. That might be from like the finale when you guys win the race. Like, you never know. All right. So, uh, some questions. Looking forward to watching the recording. This is my favorite team from the entire season with an incredible backstory. My questions are, since your initial meeting, how often have you guys been able to meet outside of the race? Have you guys actually got to hang out outside the race? Um, since the race, we've seen each other twice, I think. Uh-huh. Two times. Sounds about right. No, twice, right? Maine for your yeah. brother's wedding. And then once before that. And what is the, the coolest thing that you guys birthday, have? Birthday. Fa- Busy birthday. Have found yeah. out about your, uh, each other. Uh, I know the you guys. Have, you guys have told some really cool facts on the, the last uh. episode. Like that was really cool. Like that that stuff is oh, just yeah. the eggs with the dog. Like you guys I just uh, it's such weird. I things. can't. Every time I eat hard boiled eggs now, I know. <laughs> I think about you. you know, how did that come up in conversation? Because we were speculating on it last week. <laughs> yeah. I, so I was thinking about it. I pretty much ate hard boiled eggs for breakfast every morning on the race. Like every, that was every breakfast for me. So it, it just had to have come up. I don't know. I probably like said the I didn't eat breakfast. Yeah. So I, don't know. I think we were ordering two eggs and we weren't <laughs> eating the yolks of the <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we didn't but we didn't catch on right away i mean that was yeah, like we just we didn't talk we, yeah. we were just doing it um it's so cute so weird so weird oh. she also i did just her get her. my i did just get my dog like a year ago so this is a new habit for me and it was also new for me because i i went to a nutrition consult through my gym and they're like you need to get more protein in and i don't eat breakfast so she's like Okay, start eating hard-boiled eggs. Eat two eggs every morning. But I don't like the yolk. There's too much fat. Like, I don't like the texture. So I was like, all right, well, I'll get one full egg in, and then I'll just give the rest to my dog on the second one. So I've been doing it maybe for a year and a half now, and you had your dog in COVID. It's just really bizarre. That's bizarre. Yeah. 
And we both have the same nicknames for our dogs too. Like she, I was on the phone with her once and she's like screaming, come here, Bubbies. I'm like, what did you just call your dog? I'm like, that's my nickname. For Buggies? My that's not even a company. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a jewish oh, yiddish thing gotcha bubbla bubbies oh bu okay bubbies a bubbla yeah. my grandma my grandpa he used to say bubbla come here bubbla go get <laughs> go get my matzah he used to he used to he used to boil a pot of water and put dry matzah on top of it so it wouldn't be so dry and he, he i have to get it before it gets too soft and falls into the boiling water Booby, get the matzah, Booby. That was my that was my grandfather. Yeah, he was he was a he was a schmeckle. No, he I don't know. He, he I don't know any words besides curses. That's all he ever taught me. For anybody who knows Yiddish, again kachin ofinyan. I don't know if that's still pronounced right. It's the only thing I remember. Um, from what I, I remember, that one. it means go shit yes. in a river. From what I remember, oh. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> my dad, it's my grandfather. He's a compulsive gambler. I don't know. What do you want to do? All right. So I'm looking for other questions. Uh, what was the most unexpected aspect of the race going from being a viewer to being a racer? What was the most unexpected thing? I, I think it was like that the challenges, like, I, I, and maybe this is like the new, new race, but mm -hmm. I didn't find the challenges to be like, too difficult like when i watch the show i'm like oh my god i don't know if i could do that i don't know if i could yeah. do that and then when you're in it and maybe it's just the adrenaline but when you're in it and doing it you're like oh yeah i can do this yeah <laughs> you know? there is a self-confidence i mean you guys you won the like i think it's the fourth leg so that's pretty early you got the nice little boost of confidence came in second then came in first you guys felt your stride and after that you should be like really feeling yourselves and then the race becomes a totally different race and it's the yeah. same thing. It's like when Mike Tyson finally got punched in his mouth and felt the canvas, he was never the same fighter. When yeah. you know, when Josh and Tanner just saw that they, no matter what they did, they just kept losing to some old fat guy and some chick. Like, uh, we lose. <laughs> they just lost their steam and they just didn't understand it. So it's the same thing. Like you guys, they just don't look at you as threats. But then you start like becoming a threat, and you're like, yeah, we are a threat. And then people looking at you like, yeah, I guess they are a threat. So I love to see it, and I really genuinely hope that this injury does not take you out. But I know you're tough. Uh, we've had a lot of tough women on this show. We still have some tough women on this show that have played and fought through injuries. Uh, and uh, I was lucky enough to have a co-host who had two broken bones in her hips and still won the damn amazing race with two broken bones in her hips and still limps to this I day because of it. kept thinking about her. <laughs> thought so, about her a lot so if she can win it you guys can win it uh, i'm really rooting for you guys uh jen is there anything that yeah that i missed i just uh there was one question that i saw yeah. uh because you talked a lot about the things that you have in common which has been so cool for all of us to watch that unfold as you discover it uh but was there anything where you two are just like completely polar opposites or oh really yeah of that kind Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally a nurture thing. And I'm learning um, it's because of like the, the family that she grew up in, like they're all very like more relaxed and like go with the flow. Like even, you know, we were trying to plan, uh, make plans for her brother's wedding. And it's like, you know, six weeks away. I'm like, where are we staying? Like, do you have flights? Like, what are, are you driving there? And like, none of them had any answers. So 
I grew up in a family. Even, I didn't even like, know where the wedding was. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 <laughs> I oh think you. God. I think you knew before I knew. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like the whole on the race, you know, she's more relaxed you know. and like at ease, and I'm like, I'm. I need to be in control. Like, I need to know exactly what we're doing and have a plan and all that. And um, so it was. It was interesting. I think that actually helped it to balance us out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things I think when we were doing the cast assessments, Justin definitely touched on is like, they're going to be too similar and they're not going to balance each other out. So yeah, I, I definitely think that that, that balances one another. Cause yeah. you do need, if both of you were too controlling or too needing to know all the things it can lead to like overthinking and just n- not being efficient and decisive. So it seems like it's working well for you. Yeah. I think on, on that on that episode, somebody was talking to, uh, or I'm sorry, referring to us as the yin and yang, and you made a big deal about it, but we actually say it all the time. Like, <laughs> well, you we know, really do compliment each other so well. I didn't think about it until they started <laughs> I know. About it. I, like, my, I have an adopted brother who's Vietnamese, so I, I you know, I, I feel like I say things that, because I'm comfortable around that, because I have this freedom, and I'm, that's my brother, you know what I mean? But then it's like, but when other people say it, and there's not around somebody to say it's okay, I never want to hurt nobody's feelings, especially your family. Like, you know, you guys are part of the race. Like, I give fair assessments, but like I, like I always tell racers, like, your family, me and you can fight. We're family. We can talk shit about each other. But if anybody else ever attacks you, I have your back. I am the pit bull. Like, just sick me on them. I will always have your backs. Like, I'm the biggest fan of racers who love the show. I I am the opposite for racers who don't appreciate what, what the show gave to them. Um... So that's why I, you know, there's certain races I'll never have on this show regardless. Um, but uh, there is a poll going on in chat right now uh, with, let's see, we got 84 votes. Uh, who do you think is going to win the amazing race? And we only have four options because YouTube only lets me have four options. There's five teams. So I did put Emily and Molly and Aubrey and David together just because I feel like you two are the underdog teams. So I felt like, you know, put the two underdog teams together. <laughs> Uh, Marcus and Michael got 20% of the vote. Emily, Molly, uh, tag team with Aubrey and David for 19% of the vote. Derek and Claire with 29% of the vote. And Lewis and Michelle, 32% of the vote. It's pretty tight, but they got Lewis and Michelle winning the race. What do you think, uh, Emily, Molly, who wins the race? I mean, no, just, hit, just kidding. <laughs> Jen, uh, Jen, who do you, uh, who do you think? You still feeling, uh, feeling good about your picks? Uh, what do what are we feeling here? I did also answer the poll mm. and I did choose Lewis and Michelle. Mm, you jumping on my bandwagon. <laughs> um, I feel like part of that is heavily weighted by just statistics and knowing that a male female team most often wins the race mm-hmm. coupled with injury challenges right now coupled with Marcus and Michael's little slip up and they seem to be kind of underperforming. Love you guys, but you seem to be kind of underperforming in the challenges. Um, So yeah, I feel like what the poll says is it's going to be tight. I hope it's Emily and Molly. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be really fun. (laughs) 
Um, we need another female female team. We do. We have three male female teams, one male male team, one female female team. I think that's pretty balanced and kind of represents what America is. Like when people say the show should be balanced, but well, it's that kind of represents what America is. There's most people are couples. If you're not married, you're coupled together. Where less teams are not coupled they're whatever so it has three coupled teams and two one same sex team of each side i think this is a pretty balanced final five i think the final four are going to be really good uh and this could be a anybody's anybody's leg to win here the really underdogs here are aubrey and david i mean they're the only ones who haven't shown that they can win anything everybody else genuinely has a chance to win the race um i i think the leg the leg could slow you down but like i said i think uh that female toughness is going to kick in, and uh, we'll see you guys in the finals. And I'm looking forward to it. All right. <laughs> Anything else in chat? Uh, oh, my God. Arnold DeLeon, I voted with my heart for Emily and Molly and donated yeah. the 50 Scott. Oh, Arnold, you are an icon, Thanks. legendary status. You guys, what is going on here in Chitty Chat? We got Mo Grappler with a hundred, Cindy Wigglesworth with a hundred, uh, Krista Kiska with fifty, and Arnold DeLeon with fifty. That's three hundred dollars in one episode. Emily and Molly, I gotta have you guys on every week. Jesus, <laughs> this I'm is inc- <laughs> this is incredible. No, yeah, you guys, you guys are always back. welcome. Come back, you're always welcome. <laughs> This is, I could fit enough people on this screen, don't matter. I could put as many boxes as I want. You you could host the like whole reunion show. I would love to. Yes. I would really yes. love to. And that was my idea for the, the season of one season that I spoke to uh uh Will and James season. And Will and James were friends of mine uh before the episode before the season started, and before the season started, I said I wanted to have a recap season. I wanted to do the first like official one and get everybody together. And we were all about it, but they eventually did it on their own. Um which kind of pissed me off, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Uh I'm still a little bitter. Uh but yes, I would love to host that. If you're if you're I'll if you're if you're in a group chat with your crew, I would genuinely love to host that. Uh I could also send a message like I do uh every year. Uh but uh that would be awesome. You guys are incredible uh, story. Uh, you're awesome. I, Emily, you were fun to hang out with. My wife has said nothing but incredible things about you. So they have like, uh, I don't know, if you got a bromance with the girls. I don't want to say what. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the is other that? One, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say what the other one would be with what nasty guys would say. Um, rhymes with bromance. No one knows what you're talking about. But now it's I feel like you have to best. say it. <laughs> It rhymes yeah. with bromance. What would you say with girls? Is oh, bros, you know, okay. bros before? Yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. But gotcha. I don't know. I have one more question. Yes, get it. I mean, I probably have more than one more. So yeah. I'm just going to take advantage of it. Do it. Um, but I'm just wondering because you even said that you both kind of underestimated yourselves coming into the race and you, you didn't want to finish last. You just wanted to keep making it to the next leg. And we underestimated you. Um, after watching you race, I definitely have my opinion on what makes you a strong team, but I would love to hear what you two think makes you a strong team. Cause you have one of the highest averages on oh. the season right now. Yes, that is true. Oh God. I think I'm just going to steal your words, Emily, when you were describing yourself to me early when we first met, like, we're kind of like jacks of all trades masters of none 
And so as we came, like we're faced with some of these challenges, like we could do enough to, you know, get by and do fairly well. Um, you were a sculpting major, right? Yeah, I was a sculpting major. I mean, I'm, I, I think both of us have a pretty artistic side to us too. So like seeing art didn't phase us, whether it was real art or chisel, you know, chiseling away plaster. Um, I don't know. I, Molly, Molly and I are both problem solvers and strategic thinkers. And her jobs are basically. <laughs> yeah. And um, it just in our lives in general, we have always underestimated ourselves and people around us have always told us, um, you know, that we have all of these wonderful qualities and um, we just never saw it. <laughs> we just never saw. It. Oh. Honestly, I mean, I, I think finding Molly made me appreciate it more because oh. you can see it in her, um, and she can see it. I could see it. You. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna That's cry. So now. cute. I love you guys. <laughs> That's, That's so yeah. cute. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And you both just seem um just really level. I don't see moments of panic where you're rushing to make a decision. I'm sure that there were times when this happened, but for the most part, I feel like you do really well with just taking everything that comes in stride Mm -hmm. and always doing the best with what doing the best with what you have, where you are every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, someone in Reddit actually said that we're kind of boring. (laughs) You were boring. We were race bombs. Yeah, exactly. Race. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Totally. And this, listen, they said that about Kelsey and Joey too on our season. Kelsey and Joey are totally happy being the boring million dollar winners. Like they're totally okay with that. They give zero, zero shits whether somebody calls them boring because they got that million dollar paycheck. All right. So uh, a question that always gets asked. Uh, what did you do to prepare for the show? And did you actually audition for the show? Because you guys were on Ellen or something, right? You guys had like a cool appearance and it seems like the producers really like the Ellen guests these days. Justin, you will be disappointed. There was not a whole lot of preparation. You guys are doing really well. No, I genuinely want to know because sometimes over-preparation hurts. Uh, Uh, But what did you do? Was there physical preparation, mental preparation? Uh, Did you listen to stuff, watch stuff? what, What was it? Yeah, I I watched I watched a lot of seasons. Um, once we found out that we were on the show, I started working out, which I hadn't yeah. really been doing before. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, besides that, the only other real preparation was learning how to drive a stick so, yeah, for four I, hours. I mean, <laughs> including one hour the night before I had to leave. Oh my gosh. That's- <laughs> well spent that's a that's yeah. great last minute to, if you're gonna do some something at last minute it's like okay let me get one last try and just that's a good one what about yeah. you yep yeah i watched i mean we watched rewatched a lot of episodes just to like maybe come up with like okay if we're in this situation what kind of strategies have worked for other people um i ordered maps and i had my husband like pick points and like do an itinerary that i had to map us to that problem was is we didn't live in the same state so we never got to practice actually navigating and that uh, was the part was like translating what i knew to what she needed to like use for the actual road um 
did some puzzles on my phone. I, I did run with a backpack. Thanks to Emily, I didn't have a 25 pound backpack. She was so good about like shaming me. No, <laughs> like, good for you. Cause you don't, don't need, need a 25 pound. You don't, you don't. Um, so, I guess yeah, that I is think... the one real thing I did was I, I packed my bag. I lightened the load. I got it down to, yeah, I got it down to under 10 pounds. Crazy. Anything that you yeah. wish you would have had or are super glad that you brought? Um, Underwear. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, so actually, Jen, I had watched your packing video. Your packing video is popular, by the way. Yeah, it's great. And I was nervous that it wasn't going to be COVID restrictions and we'd be sleeping in bars and in airports. So like I had like pillows and things that I thought like, okay, I, I good rest is going to be important for running legs. Um, so I wanted to make sure that we had that. So halfway through, I started dumping some of the things that clearly we weren't going to need based on the, the way the race was run. Yeah. Mm. I would probably bring less than what I have in my packing video. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I'm definitely going to make another video of that. I definitely ditched a lot of stuff along the way. We did Uh, as well. Everybody did. Everybody does. Yeah. Just start giving it to people, trading it for stuff at the airports or whatever. Just like, yeah, everything we have. It is one advantage, though. Like, it's hard. I mean, you would, you'd be fine with whatever, but like you do, once you start running the race, you realize that you kind of have your go to outfit and the thing that you like the most. And like, the short sleeve and the long sleeve and like if you can just figure figure that out early and commit to it and you don't really need yeah. much yeah yeah quentin had like all of his <laughs> like oh beauty supplies and there was one airport we went to that he had to take everything out <laughs> like we could see oh all the skincare stuff and hair stuff they brought i was like wow that's incredible. Like I, we barely brought any of that kind of stuff. Cause that's the heavy shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> like glass bottles, gels. Yeah. I think he ended up having to surrender some of it to the security. He definitely did. Yep. Yeah. That was impressive. I think some people, um, had like mini like hair straighteners and things too. I'm just like, Oh, I couldn't yeah, deal with just all Just stop. That. You don't need to look that cute on the race. Just, just stop. Nope. It's, it's not like, <laughs> it's not that type of place. It's not, you know, Sorry to call you out, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Like, if you're there to win the race, you don't need to look cute. Like, you know what's cute? That finish line when you cross in your million-dollar winner and you're dripping with sweat, sand across your face, and you're just like, that's the cutest moment you'll ever have in your life because you, all you see is ding, 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 million, million, million. Like, come on. Oh yeah, Claire's Claire's cutest moment is definitely the grease. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, well, I'm enjoying this uh, cast a lot more than I expected, and uh, I, I appreciate you guys both joining us on the show. You guys are awesome, um, and I'm lucky enough to be uh, continuously joined by you, Jen. So thank you again for being a part my of pleasure. the team. Glad I got to virtually meet Emily and Molly, and hope to meet you yeah. in person one day. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks and, for having us. Yes, and everybody in chat, you guys are legends. Give a little thumbs up. That'd be awesome. A little <laughs> comment helps, whatever. Um, Louis, Michelle, thank you guys again for uh, hanging out in chat. It really means a lot. When racers join the chat, uh, uh, our fans really, really get a kick out of that. And you, and you guys seem to be like awesome people. Can't wait to meet everybody. It's like, I feel like I know you guys, but I've never met. Like, I've never met Jen. Like, I feel like I've known her for years, and I haven't That's met her. That's crazy. Like, we do really need to change that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, 
I need to stop being a hermit and get out of my damn basement. All right. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I know time is the most valuable thing that you have, and for you to spend any of it here with me means the world. I am just a super fan nerd talking about my favorite show, and I'm glad it's awesome. you guys support Thank you us. for doing it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thank you guys so much for the, the donations today. You guys are absolutely incredible. Thank you. That really means a lot. My little boys will have a good Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where that's where I, I, that's where I decided where the money will go because I'm like what am I do with the money now because it's actually there's a little chunk of something to do with but it's going to go to my boys Christmas unless something happens on the show but thank you guys I really appreciate it um, and for those of you listening on the podcast thank you so much uh, I'll catch up with you we upload this up tonight it'll be there tomorrow for those of you who want to catch up again Emily Molly appreciate you bye good night everyone bye